All right, Michael. This week, um, can I get you to do like a really like upbeat, hyper intense, mega aggro, sick as fuck, pumped up kicks intro? Sure, dude. Yeah. All right, here we go, Michael. Kick it. Hey, everybody. It's me, Michael Nance on the Soul of a Drug Podcast. <laughs> 2020 the year of our lord brandon is that is that what brandon said what are you quoting yeah. <laughs> oh jesus welcome to soul of a truck a podcast about the band the killers the podcast where every single week spencer and michael continuously disappoint each other it's true i'm your host spencer polio and with me as always is the person who would never be here unless I had asked him, Michael Q. Nance. What's the, what, what's the Q stand for, Michael? Uh, my parents actually named me for the guy from Star Trek, the immortal Q. So it doesn't stand huh. for anything but Q. Oh, so it's it's just Q. It's not like Q-U-E, like you're in line or something. <laughs> yeah, it's Q. <laughs> you're like a british person in line and then yeah so my um, middle name i love standing in line so much i made my middle name q you're like a you're like a second twin and like you know the first twin came out and then you came out and it's like you were like super you came out and you were super chill and and i guess your parents were just like all right we're gonna <laughs> he's good at waiting his name is Q. So his middle name is going to be Q. This is an absurd story, Spencer. Welcome to every story I tell on this podcast, Michael. That's fair. That's <laughs> totally fair. But no, uh, yeah, it's it's been a heck of a week. I got really distracted editing the podcast last week. So about starting at the cover section, I just kind of stopped editing. I just dumped the timelines onto the thing and called it a day. So if you notice a distinct lack of sound quality last week, uh, that's what happened in case anyone's wondering. Spencer's a lazy boy. I really was. I just, I just lost the plot there. I, you know, you want to know how like dull last week's episode was for me. I didn't even finish listening to it. And I listened to the entire episode after we record it every week. <sighs> Well, really? Spence, they all—they can't all be zingers. The thing is, last week was pretty funny. Like I listened to the first chunk and I was like, yeah, but I think I went too hard on the covers last week. And afterwards, Michael was like, like, can, can you can you chill on the covers, maybe? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how I sound. That's uh, how I read your text. And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll try to like maybe filter them out a little bit more <laughs> and so uh this week we we will be implementing starting this week i should say we will be implementing a new policy in regards to covers specifically i will try to do fewer uh dudes in rooms with guitars and beatles no no the beatles posters will stay yeah, and we need more Beatles posters, actually. And if 
There are Mr. Suns 10, a.k.a. Godzilla fan 19,476 and slash or maximum power covers we will absolutely keep showing those because we love to have max power yeah we love both of those guys they're they're truly the heroes they will be guests on the pod if i have anything to say about it uh yeah um let's see there's there's actually a lot of housekeeping this week well not a lot but that's the first housekeeping housekeeping. yeah this is a housekeeping podcast now whoa Um, yeah Uh, i'm sorry i feel like you you wouldn't be the best person to ask about housekeeping. Yeah, I'm a messy boy. <laughs> but. Oh, damn, I had another thing and now I forgot. Uh, Michael vamp for a second while my brain works. Um, It's October and it's spooky month. And uh, that's why we're doing all these spooky songs. And so uh, we're finishing with another spooky one. Tease. I've been teasing you here. I'm not giving you the song name because I know Spencer will be a mad big angie if I spoil the song before he does his pun or whatever he's got planned for you guys. Um, uh, I feel like it's important to note that Spencer's favorite soda is Mr. Pib. And uh, if you want to get a gift for the pod, you can send a crate or two of Pib or Pib Extra to spencer michael what the hell i don't remember what i was going to talk about but i just wanted to let i just wanted to let that moment like go and to see where you would take it and uh it certainly went i brought home the gold man you're i I, i'm glad that we're out here in the open with your pib lust pib lust i think i saw them at acl in 2004 were you at that? Were you at that? Remember, you were like 11 in 2004. What the fuck? Yeah. So you're at ACL. Come on. With who? Your aunt? Maybe my parents. You know, they lived in Austin in 2000. No, they didn't. I did. Did your parents ever go to ACL? Um, My mother, sister and brother attended ACL uh, oh. in God, like 20. Like 11, 12, and 13. Wow. But yeah. your dad, no. No, I never did, and my dad didn't either, so. You've never actually been to ACL? No. I've never been to South by either, which is why this joke is so, like, it's somehow even dumber as a joke because of that fact. <laughs> actually, no. I have no that's, idea. That's not true. I have gone to South by but I only went to free shows. Uh, one year I convinced my sister convinced me to like wander around red river street and go to free shows with her. So we went to, we saw a bunch of indie bands at like, uh, Mohawk and other bars. That's a great story, Spencer. You should tell it at parties. This is why I just make the stupid South by joke. Cause I feel like that's, more humorous and interesting (laughs) you know (laughs) but but Uh, but yeah so if you're wondering why the sound quality was so piss poor last week it's because i got distracted and didn't want to listen to the podcast anymore (laughs) always a good sign what uh what what distracted you spencer uh i just uh didn't want to listen to any more men with guitars playing fucking 
Welcome to my reality. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> okay, so I do remember what I was going to say. Um, as of this week, there is now a official Soul of a Truck podcast YouTube where I am going to slowly but surely upload uh, new episodes and current episodes. And I'm, yeah, and I'm doing this in my own time because I'm very lazy. And part of the fun and nice things about Anchor is that it uploads to everywhere so I don't have to like worry about it. And so currently I'm just uploading all of the episodes individually to YouTube. So hopefully we'll get all the episodes uploaded within the next week or two. It takes me a little longer to upload them because I have to make each episode into like a video and I'm putting finger quotes there. A video. <laughs> It'll just be a, a video of a, of an image, right? It's it's yeah, it's just the image of the soul of the truck podcast logo. And the sound it's it's what it's what um, our benefactor, not really the podcast that we've ripped off Blink 155 does. And I think that is a reasonable and positive thing that we should do. Because it will help extend our brand and it'll make it easier for you, the audience, to convince your friends to listen to all of our great moments like. Like Spencer's silence. There it is. You can have that and 40 other Spencer silence moments all on one six disc collection on YouTube.com. You know, speaking of YouTube, Michael, have you. Uh... You've seen like BuzzFeed videos, right? Uh, yeah. Like yeah. Uh, any any in particular? Or are you just talking about BuzzFeed videos in general? I don't know. Like, you know, those videos where they like they like have like a celebrity, like give their like opinions on things. You know, yes, like like uh, like Special Forces soldier reviews Special Forces scenes and Special Forces movies, you know, things like that. Yes. Yeah. Did you hear they just did like a new one with uh, presidential candidate Joe Biden? Did they really? Yeah, they did. It was really interesting. It was kind of funny, though. Like, usually they're kind of themed to like what they are, like what they do for a living. OK, but this one was just like they just asked Joe Biden to like give his opinions on like romantic music. And uh, okay. so Joe Biden's favorite, like romance hits, l love hits. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And, yeah. And so. <laughs> so the video is called. A white dem on love songs. I don't have anything left for you, Spencer. <laughs> disappointment you know what the best part is <laughs> i warned you how bad this one was you did you let me know ahead of time and how do you feel about I'm, it now that it's now that it's you know, you know i'm glad you arrived here 
I've, I'm glad we've arrived here, but you know, I, I am endlessly disappointed uh, in your uh, puns, Spencer. Here's the real question, because I seem to recall texting you and saying this was possibly worse than Blink on Confessions of Aching. Yeah. Is it? No. Blink oh. on Confessions of Aching is just so. Oh, God, it's it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was so forced white dim on love songs is you know that's also a stretch they wouldn't just call joe biden white dim you know like okay he's the presidential candidate for the democrats he's not gonna just be called white dim well you know <laughs> how do you know maybe maybe buzzfeed's <laughs> really <laughs> fucked up you know and they want to that's how they want to Express. They just want to categorize everyone as like race political party. Yeah, race political party. Oh, it's gonna get confusing, man. Hi, welcome to. We're gonna get canceled because of this entire like three minute discussion about that fucking terrible pun, right? It, that was Spencer's fault. He send all hate mail along with the Mister Pib to Spencer. Um. If you want to send hate mail, by the way, feel free to email us at soulofatruckpod at gmail.com. I make sure to read all uh, emails that we get sent. Um, and if we get enough emails for real, I'm going to start doing like a mail call segment before like in the intro, because I think that would be kind of funny. So if you want your email read on the pod live. You know, email us. Look up Spencer in the white pages. Yeah, www.whitepages.gov. Dot Spencer dot polio. Slash search slash Spencer. <laughs> so, so a white demon love song by the band. Ronnie, Zikilas. Ronnie and his friend, Mike and Mark, I mean, and the other two. Dave and, and also Jesus, Dave and Brandon. That's the ones. Mark, Dave, and Brandon. The Mark, Dave, and Brandon show. Starring Ronnie. <laughs> like, Ronnie really is, like... Like, Brandon is, like, the overly talented, like, sidekick to Ronnie's scrappy underdog main character. Right? Who would you, who'd you liken them to? Like, a real-world comparison, or, you know, fictional world comparison. Um, they're, uh, so like if, if they were, if they were like the Scooby-Doo mystery machine gang, what, I know they have a name. What are they fucking called? They don't just call them the gang, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't have a name. They're the mystery club, the clue hunters. Yeah. Anyway, um, Ronnie is shaggy. And uh, Brandon is Scooby. And then. Okay. <laughs> this is going to get worse. This is already so stupid. This is just so stupid. Anyway, Dave is clearly Daphne. And. <laughs> plot twist. Marcus Velma. Plot to plot twist. Ted is Freddy. 
What? This and, is insane. And Marcus Velma. Yes, you got it right. Spencer, this actually didn't require any thought or improv at all. Spencer has a whiteboard in his room where he's been working on this equation for a while. I'm just that I've just got that fucking uh it's always sunny, like fucking string is that from it's always sunny with Yeah, there, it's in a number of different things, but like the detective string map showing yeah. all the connections. You know the sad part is the, the thing that I saw that most that I remember most having that is the show Life starring Damian Lewis. This is not gonna go anywhere. I'm gonna shut up now. Do you Good watch Do you watch that show, Michael? Nope. Okay, well then yeah, this is not gonna go anywhere. Watch the show Life. There, that's it. Okay, eat the cereal life. We'll do Spence. So anyway, the song A White Demon Love Song by the band The Killers. So uh yay or nay? Do I like it? It's can I choose just meh? Meh is, I guess, available, but I'm judging you for not being decisive. If I had if you had a gun to my head, I would say nay. OK, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I'm going to give it a solid yay. Whoa. OK, Spencer, you're into the song. It's well, OK, hear me out. OK. Is it a top 50 killer song? You know, no. But is it the upper half? Because there's more than 100 killer songs. I would say, yeah. So it's not top 50, but it's not bottom half. If Mm. you will. I will say it's better than I thought it was going to be coming in because I had never heard the song. I didn't even realize they made a song for the Twilight soundtrack. So coming into it i was like okay is this gonna be just you know terrible i do feel like they didn't put a full a whole lot of effort into it just from in from my opinion it's just the way it sounds it doesn't really it doesn't really it builds but it doesn't really build up to anything sure. uh but go ahead just just like the film twilight new moon which this film was featured <laughs> in Ugh. So twi- the Twilight movies, uh, I saw all of the Twilight movies except for the second, you know, the, what is the final one called? Uh, uh, Breaking Dawn Part 2. Breaking Dawn, yeah. I've never seen Breaking Dawn Part 2. I saw Part 1, and then the girl I was dating who was really into Twilight, uh, we split up. So I never saw the Breaking Dawn Part 2, and I never cared to. That's how uninteresting that series was to me. See, the funny thing is, according to everyone who I've talk to and granted that is a very small pool of people in regards to twilight everyone says that breaking dawn part two is the best one by like a significant margin really yes allegedly they the the filmmakers like were pissed as hell that the writer uh stephanie meyer is it yeah stephanie meyer yeah stephanie meyer had kind of just deus ex machina the ending and so what they do is they show the ending that everyone kind of wanted and then they kind of, you know, record scratch and show what actually happens in the book. And so there's like a sick battle scene at the end of the book where like everyone fucking dies or at the end of the movie, I mean, and then it goes back and just says, uh, JK, LOL, none of this happened. And <laughs> That sounds infuriating, honestly. It does, but at least you got to see like that sick action sequence. Like, 
you know, so, so I don't know. I can, I kind of can understand both like the blue balledness of the reader. And I can also kind of agree with the concept of that would be kind of awesome to see in theaters, you know, um, like somebody correcting the lore of one of your favorite shows. I, books, uh, yeah, you're right. Movies. I I don't see myself enjoying that now that I think about it, because I. You know what? I'm OK with that. I'm going to I'm going to put my foot down and just be inconsistent with my own attitudes about things, adaptions, I should say. And. Say, no, what they did was right, because Stephanie Meyer didn't really write a particular good book. but. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I'm not really I don't really go out of my way to read, uh, as they say, what they call it, uh, YA fiction. Do you have a, I, you know, I don't either, Spencer, so I'm, I'm right there with you. I don't know. When when you were a young adult, what uh, what was your favorite uh, young adult book? Oh, Harry Potter. Oh, you were a Harry Potter. I was a Harry Potter guy for sure. A Potter boy, a pothead. Yeah, I was a total pothead. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I think the the Harry Potter books, I did. I did the exact same thing with the books as I did with the movies, which was I got to book four. Was it book four or five? I think I got to book five. And then the bad thing that happened in book five happened. And I was like, I don't want to fucking read this anymore because bad things happened to characters I liked. And then I stopped. And then I watched the movies and I got to that same exact point and I did the exact same thing. And so I've never read books five or, or six or seven of Harry Potter at all. Oh, it's a shame, Spence. It's, you know, we got a pretty good ending. Yeah. So all I know is um, Valentine from. Well, OK, he's in all of the Harry Potter movies, but Valentine from Goldeneye is, uh, you know, Hagrid, which is kind of sick. <laughs> This is all I can think about. Like, I don't think about like cool actors or things. I'm like, who? How does this relate to my favorite Bond film, Goldeneye? That's that's really that's going to be the apex of this whole pod, y'all. Spoiler: Spencer's going to relate it to the film Goldeneye. The film Goldeneye. His connection between the killers and the film Goldeneye. Um, well, they. Goldeneye existed ten years before the killers did. So, I mean, Goldeneye was a great film. I won't yeah. fault you on that. It's yeah. way better than Moonraker, the goofiest Bond movie. Yeah. But but anyway, we've gotten super distracted, but that's fine because there's nothing to, to the this pod. song. Welcome to the pod. You don't have any info for me. Nothing cool. Nothing like. Well, OK, so let's go to the lyrics. The lyrics page has like a, a, okay. a little bit of a backstory thing. But there's no annotation, so we're just going to kind of read through the lyrics and discuss them, which is you okay. know, classic pod. So I'll read the intro. Yeah, read the intro. Here we go. Uh, released as part of the soundtrack of 2009's The Twilight Saga, New Moon. Drummer Ronnie Venucci answered this when asked about whether the band was worried about targeting tweens by Spin Magazine. Music coordinator Alexandra Patsavas really has her shit together, and it was a great lineup. She had some really great ideas. Before any of this happened, we got to meet with the director, Chris Weitz, and he's fully aware of what's going on. And he wanted to surround the film with good music, 
So it wasn't about 11 year old girls. And if it is, at least you're giving them some good music to listen to. Movies and soundtracks are good ways to get your music out there to new fans. As long as you're surrounded by good people. What a non-committal answer, Ronnie. I love it. It's funny. He talks about how, you know, it's not about 11 year old girls, but the reality is it's, you know, 40 year old women who are watching Twilight because everyone's a bunch of creeps. Because everyone's got like, you know, a big time crush on uh, either Edward or Jacob. Who do you like, Spencer? Team Edward, Team Jacob? What's the deal? I think I'm Team Bella. I think Bella needs to stay single for a while and, you know, kind of actually gain something resembling a personality before she. Yeah, find herself. Yeah. And. You know, before before she can pursue either of these two incredibly muscular, good looking dudes who are also some sort of, uh, you know, cryptid mythological beast is is cryptid the right word here? Because I think I always thought cryptid was more like specifically mythological fantastic creature. Yeah, but a fire werewolf. Yeah, but I think of those. uh, Okay, so. Hi, welcome to etymology. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to see if a vampire is considered a cryptid because I think of cryptids as like, like, for lack of a better word, non sentient animals like 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 mm. animal animals, whereas there's I think there's a different word for a, 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 a vampire clamp for a second. Um, so. I. uh played some fall guys today that is a very frustrating game listen to some listen to a lot of killers which helped assuage the pain of losing over and over uh and it was good to listen to this song because it's quite chill uh overall even if it is kind of man not like super hot on it um it's a very chill song it doesn't get all crazy um it doesn't really take any twists and turns for the most part the music change-ups are kind of calm like the the guitar part at the end that kind of like spaced out resonant guitar, which I dig. I think Dave did a good job with that. If it was Dave, I'm pretty, I, I feel like it was this one. Was, it, Brandon flowers is the only person listed as a songwriter, but so according to this, so vampires are not cryptids. They're just a creature from folklore or they're also an undead creature. Okay. Because apparently a cryptid is specifically something that's like a non like thinking sentient being creature gotcha so it's it's like bigfoot or the loch ness monster the loch ness manster the loch manster manster Manster. It, I did say Manster. The point is, so, it, it 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 not real, but it also not a thinking. I can explain to you my feelings. Creature. So, like for example, answer. like Hayden Christensen, uh, would be a cryptid. <laughs> oh my god! Because he's neither real nor can he explain his feelings to you. <laughs> He, I know where he stands on sand, though. Right? This was the dumbest joke I've made in the entire podcast. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's up there. It's up there with some of your other classics, Spence. Right. So the lyrics. Um, 
quote, verse one, white demon love song down the hall, white demon shadow on the road. Back up your mind. There is a call. He isn't coming after all. Love this time. She likes the way he sings white demon love songs in her dreams. Take me to the place where the white demon dance. That really is kind of how it feels. Okay. <laughs> in my notes, I wrote that this song has a lot of um, Samstown vibes, even though it came out in 2009. And it, it sounds a lot like the song Help Me Get Down, I think is the name of it. Or, uh, you know, you know the song I'm talking about. Yeah, Darude Sandstorm. It's uh, the song is called Why Do I Keep Counting? I know the names of killer songs. I have a <laughs> I have a fucking podcast about the killers and I can't remember songs by the killers. What have I done with my life? Uh, I think it's best not to ask questions like that, Spence. Fair enough. But this this first verse, uh, it feels like a lot of this song is actually just recounting the, the plot of the movie. So white demon love songs in her dreams like the movie starts out and Bella's like having like bad dreams about Edward. And oh yeah, Spencer watched this whole movie for the pod, y'all. Oh, right. Can we? <laughs> We're going to immediately get distracted here. This is this is the the wall we've just hit. Um, no, okay, okay. We'll let him we'll let him explain. We'll get through the lyrics first. Yeah. Uh yeah, go we, on. And so he's so you know, this is recalling that and she's like missing her boyfriend and you know, let's just let's explain. Let's read this without the context of the movie cuz I do want to talk about the movie. Okay. Oh, God, do uh, I want to scream into the heavens about the movie? Verse two. White demon, where's your selfish kiss? Mm. White demon, sorrow will arrange. Mm. Let's not forget about the fear. Mm. Black invitation to a place that cannot change. Mm. Strangely holy, come for a rain. Mm. Sounds like Spencer's a gimp. You're like... <laughs> Like a it's a like leather daddy suit. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. And when people read you the lyrics to half ass killer songs, you're just like in ecstasy. Whenever I hear the lyrics to a song where it's just pure awfulness. <laughs> the thing is, it's just like it all sounds kind of dirty. This is a very Brandon Flowers just kind of wrote words song. <laughs> <laughs> that vaguely resemble the plot of twilight new yeah they were like hey brandon do you want to make a lot of money and he was like yeah they were like uh, okay write a song about twilight new moon he's like okay i will yeah it's uh they just showed him the cover and he was like oh white demon love song yeah let us be in love oh wait we forgot about the chorus white <laughs> there is darling in between verse two in the chorus yeah it's darling. just it's just darling White demon, widen your heart scope. White demon, who let your friends go? White demon, widen your heart scope. White demon, who let your friends go? 
I thought it was saying widen your heart's skull. I thought they were going for some like creepy imagery of like having like a weird bone cage around your heart. You've seen Blade before, right? I have. Yeah. Yeah. Remember like in Blade 2, like the the big fucking monsters with the vagina mouths, like vampires, they had like the the big old heart cage, the heart skull. Yeah, that's the heart skull. There it is. Yeah, this uh, this is clearly Brandon thought this movie was like that. And so he wanted to. <laughs> can you imagine? I mean, I can actually. Like, like, imagine Twilight where the vampires were like the ones in Blade, except instead of dying, they sparkled, but otherwise <laughs> they were identical to the Blade vampires. And then, oh my god! And and Bella just gets eaten like ten minutes into the movie, and the end. <laughs> That would be good. Wow. Wow. So, Spencer, here's for verse three. Help me out on here. Okay. Let us be in love. Let us be in love. Let's do old and gray. Let's do old and gray. I won't make you cry. I won't make you cry. I will never. I will never stray. I will do my part. part. Let us be in love tonight. Do you like that? You like where I started like way too early? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's going to sound great in post. Uh, you're going to love editing that. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to. I'm just going to leave it. That's one of those moments where I'm just going to leave it in. And then there's an and outro. There's, yeah. And I'll read that. He's just says, stand it anymore, darling. Stand it. I can't stand it anymore, darling. Stand it. Wow. What? OK, let's 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 go back. We've read all the lyrics, but let's try to make some sense out of this. Outside of the context of the Twilight, uh, uh, Twilight. so okay, so she's having, she's dreaming of a white demon, and I, I, so, what if the first verse is just a dream, and the second verse is longing, and then the third verse is longing, but like sung at the white demon, and then the third verse. I mean, the chorus is that. And then the third verse is like a back and forth. And then an outro is like, I guess they. I don't I don't get the last the outro. What's the outro? Um, the. The vampire is hungry and he wants to eat her and he can't stand it anymore. OK, so 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 what he's having to stand is his hunger yeah, he wants to eat the mortal's flesh because he's a white demon. But he also is like in love with the mortal. Yeah, I mean, he wants to love it. He wants to fuck it. And it's much like uh, the relationship between man and a Big Mac. Michael, what the fuck do you do to Big Macs, dude? <laughs> dude, McDonald's. Get us a sponsor is this- us. Is this why you're not allowed in McDonald's anymore? Yeah, I mean, did you? I tell people it's because I invented the McFlurry and they stole my patent, but it's really because you tried to fuck a Big Mac. Tried implies I never succeeded. Fair enough. <laughs> but so yeah, so I think I think the White Demon and the the verse the singer the character of the song 
they're in love with each other, but the white demon is constantly fighting his desire to to do harm to the you know the main character of the song and i guess yeah. i guess the being a vampire is like implied but like being a vampire is not really like implied so we're just applying our own vampiric it, it, only in verse two is it implied when it's white demon wears your selfish kiss oh yeah they kind of like a selfish kiss would be a vampire bite kiss bite white let's not forget about the fear black invitation to a place that cannot change you know you can't change he's not ever going to stop being a vampire that's kind of like part of the deal well also a black invitation could be the the character being turned into a vampire after Uh. receiving the selfish kiss Oh, that's right, because that is part of the story, right? Like, they're yeah. debating whether or not to kill Bella and turn Bella into a vampire so she can live as a beautiful babe forever. Yeah. Isn't that a thing? But then vampires can also get pregnant and shit, and you're just like, okay. Dude, dude you're, you're getting way ahead of you. You're getting way <laughs> ahead of this, the scope of this movie. You already said what happened at the end of Twilight... Uh, Barrier Saga Gundam Reborn Evangelion. Oh yeah, I forgot. But featuring Dante from the Devil May Cry series. Uh, uh, reloaded. Reloaded. Sawdust. Uh, what's the what's the one that like everyone fucking uses? Uh, Redemption. The the fucking Redemption is the most cliche fucking like thing to put after a colon in a film title. Yeah. You know, or, or resurrection. Yeah. Resurrection, redemption, or, uh, the revenge, just anything that starts with the letter R really. (laughs) Um, the reckoning, the reckoning. Do you ever see, do you hear? Holy shit. Okay, brief aside, and then I promise we will talk about this song. No, we won't. I just found out there is a new sequel to the Tremors movies. Oh my god. Yeah, Tremors. There are already like a hundred sequels to Tremors. Tremors 7, Shrieker Island. They couldn't even wow. they couldn't even get, is it Jamie Kennedy? Um, there's been a guy who's been playing Bert's son in the last two Tremors movies, they couldn't even get him back. It's literally just Burt Gummer goes on adventures now. Wow. And, I mean, and I haven't seen this one, but apparently it's based on the most dangerous game. Like what are they fucking doing at this point? Wait, so humans are hunting other humans, but Tremors are involved somehow. No, I think Tremors are still just hunting humans, but they're like, dude, I don't know. I haven't seen it. I, how about this next week? Because we will have nothing to talk about next week. I'm not going to say what we're doing, but we're going to have nothing. But next week, I'll tell you all about it because I'll watch it this week. How's that? That sounds great, Spence. Yeah. I appreciate your service. Yeah. But now. uh, White Demon love song. Yeah. So. Basically, the song's about a, a vampire and the person singing is. Someone who's got a crush on a va- a vampire. I've got the hiccups now. How's how's that how's that strike you there? 
the your analysis or your hiccups? Uh, my analysis. Uh, yeah, I I agree. All right. What about so what about that, my hiccups? Yeah. How do you feel about those? I think you need to get your shit together. Fair. Think about that. Fair, fair enough. <laughs> uh, so I went looking for live versions of this song, and I couldn't find any. And you failed. I failed. There are no live versions that I could uh, determine. Did they? They did. They make an official video, like a creepy Brandon in the Killers universe, the Twilight universe. You think? You think Brandon would be a vampire in in the Twilight universe or not? Oh, absolutely. Are you kidding me? He's, He's like already like pretty fucking sparkly. Like, yeah, and Ronnie would be a, a werewolf, and that's what would be that would create division. But then they'd also be bros. Yeah, would create unity. Yeah, that's why they're called the Killers because. Brandon's a vampire and Ronnie's a werewolf. That's right. And Mark is also a vampire. And then uh, Dave is uh, actually a homunculus. Yeah. Dave, Dave's Dave's a, a golem. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm saying anymore. <laughs> we, yeah, I mean, it went out the window episodes ago, yeah. weeks ago. It, Every member of the Killers is never, ever going to be on this podcast. Ever, ever. If that happens, that would be the greatest day of my life. I don't disagree with you. That would be pretty sick. Get to work, Michael. All right. I'm uh, networking now. I'm calling it. I'll have my people call your people. Okay. Seems reasonable. Okay. So in so instead of uh, talking about the live versions, because there are none, I decided to write something like a thousand words about the entire plot of Twilight New Moon. Yeah, um, Spencer has like this manifesto in the Google Doc. It's pretty intimidating. Yeah, so yeah, if you get the chance, hop on the Patreon and I will make it available there. Uh, along with the last few weeks, because I've been slacking on the Patreon, as I always am, quite frankly. So... Before we begin, I'm going to give everybody some context. And Michael, feel free to like correct or mention things as we go, because I don't want to be just, uh, 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 you know, soliloquizing this whole time. OK, yeah. So so definitely provide input <laughs> or laugh or, you know, suggest edits in real time for all of this, because this is. Yeah. OK, so let's 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 start with the basics. Um, I've seen the first about half of the first Twilight movie. Uh, I saw up to the point where Edward Cullen uh, reveals that he's a vampire by sparkling. It makes no fucking sense. So so let's get that out of the way. I don't really understand any of what's going on. And I, okay. I went into New Moon with no context. I literally sat down, turned on New Moon and just watched it. And so a few things I gleaned right off the bat. First off, the main character's name is Bella, which I already knew because I'd seen the first quarter of Twilight. Um, she lives in somewhere in Washington with her dad. Where in Washington, Michael? I think it's called Forks. Forks, Washington with her dad. Uh, her boyfriend is a vampire named Edward Cullen. And he's like a hundred years old, but somehow he still goes to high school. I think. 
Yeah, for whatever reason, because he's keep going to high school because he's a pedophile. <laughs> and then um, he lives in a big house with uh, the Cullen family, but they're like not related, and they're really like all kind of fucking each other. I think like I think they're all in like a relationship with one of the other members, so they're not like family, but they're like they portray themselves as family so as to yeah. not arouse suspicion, I think. Yeah. And vampires don't really work the same way in like this universe. They're like, they're chill with garlic and they can go out in the sun, but like if they do, they sparkle. And so vampires still have like, the Ooh. what the fuck was that? Man, that's the, that's how it people feel when they see a sparkly vampire they're not scared they're just intrigued oh fair enough but vampires in order to prevent you know the fear of the humans because humans will kill them if they ever uh discover that the vampires exist because duh they they uh still do what i refer to as the masquerade because i played a lot of world of darkness back in the day uh nerd Shut up. Do they do they call it the masquerade in Twilight or is it just like well, can't let the humans know? Uh, or is it just called sexy mask party? Yeah, we can't let the humans know. Yeah, <laughs> they do they have a name for it in this universe or not? Like, I don't I, I don't know. OK, so anyway, so that's all. I. Oh, and she's got another friend named Jacob and. And she's got like other friends who like she hangs out with at school. But like, as far as I can tell, like, and this was what I gleaned from the first movie. Bella is a giant bitch to all of her friends. Like, I'm not I'm not misinterpreting that. Right. Like, Michael, back me up here. How how is. Yeah, no, she sucks. She's she sucks big time. Yeah. Okay. so. So. Right. Yes. So all of the scenes with Bella and her friends. Um, we've got dude who clearly has a crush on her. We've got annoying couple. We've got um, I think there's like a kid in a wheelchair. I don't know. Um, maybe not. But the point is, they're like very diverse and super nice and good people. And Bella is just this fucking giant bitch to all of these people who treat her way too well and way better than she deserves how's how's that for that's i mean that's pretty harsh but you're not far off i I mean it's been ages since i've seen any of these movies but i do remember so shitty to her friends and it's 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 so painful to watch because it's like these people clearly like you as a person and every single time she's just like my fucking life is the worst thing ever I hate school. All I want to do is be with Edward. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> that's all it sounds like to me. So look, you know how it is when you fall in love with a vamp and you just lose yourself in the mystical world of vampire lore and sparkly skin. And they and they play baseball. I I haven't I never saw that part. That's so, in the first one. Oh, they, first, okay. they play baseball in the first Twilight movie. It's uh, it's an experience, Spencer. I'll tell you that. I I believe it. 
Okay, so so that's where we start. And then so Bella at the beginning of the movie is like having some dreams about like Edward being like like young and she's like old and she's sad because she's going to be old and Edward isn't. And so she goes to Edward and Edward's like, I'm not I don't want to turn you into a vampire because like, uh, you know, that's I don't want to. And he doesn't explain why, because he's too busy being like, you know, aloof and goth or whatever. And yeah, like you do. Yeah. And then so and then like there's a scene where it's like Bella's birthday and Bella has her birthday and all of her friends are like super nice to her. Like they always are. And Bella's just like, you know, a giant bitch to them, like, cause she's, that's her entire character. Um, and then she goes over to the Cullens house and the Cullens like throw her a big fucking party and hand her gifts. And, and her dad gives her a gift, which is like a, uh, like a photo album and i think someone gives her a camera did she get a camera at the 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 cullen party i don't remember the point is she gets a camera and she takes a cute picture with edward whatever and then she's opening another gift and she like cuts herself and then one of the vampires is Uh like "Ah, i'm gonna eat you and edward's like no and he pushes he like fucking yeets her into a wall like doing way more harm than he would have if he just like just yeet, like rushed the the vampireman and rushed co- the vampireman and also it causes her to like bleed more like she had like a tiny paper cut and edward's just like yeet into a fucking like mirror with like vases on like a glass table uh, you know just just she just gets remember the scene in fucking Fight Club, where uh, Edward Norton punt, like beats himself up, yeah, and he like in throws the himself guy's in the interview office, yeah, and he like throws himself into that glass table, and he's like crawling on the glass and getting blood everywhere. That's what Edward Cullen does to his girlfriend in order to prevent her from getting eaten by a vampire. I feel like you do the same thing if you were in Edward's situation, Spence. I feel it's unfair to judge him. Okay, fair enough. You but, would use your superhuman vampire strength to throw your mortal girlfriend into greater harm's way to prove a point. It's because it's about principle. Yeah, the point that he was trying to make was, I'm going to protect you, I think. <laughs> <clears throat> Watch how far I could throw you if I needed to. Basically. Anyway, so oh. that so that happens. And then like I think the next scene, Edward's like, um after that incident he says uh i i i need to go because uh my dad the people are starting to think it's weird that my dad's still young even though he's like you know old and and he's like uh i uh, it's not cuz of the thing where i yeeted you it's just cuz of the that and then he just fucks off and he's not in like for the rest of the fucking movie like it's so weird who the dad no edward like the whole fucking cullen family just leaves washington oh yeah they're they're just done yeah they're just not in the film anymore for basically the rest of it like i'm sick of these delicious apples everywhere would rather have some human meat 
I don't think I don't think there's I don't, think, I don't know what you're talking about. I never saw the first movie. But any- that was completely made up. They don't care about the apples. They do care about human meat. They're vampires. It's their nature. Indeed. So anyway, um, so Bella's sad for a while. Okay. And her dad being fucking dad of the year. And this is my favorite part of the whole movie. By the way, I didn't look up the plot to this movie. So if I get things out of order, don't correct me because I don't care. I won't, Spencer. I really don't know that much. Oh, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't telling you that you can correct me. I'm telling the audience. Don't like go into email and be like, well, actually, Edward. Please do it. Please. You know what? Do it. But I'm 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 going to read all of those emails out loud and uh, I will make fun of you. Michael will be supportive of you, though. I will. Yeah, but I I will. But this is my warning that I will make fun of you if you do that. So anyway. um, So Jesus Christ, I'm not even into like the second paragraph of my insane rant. I I wrote like a thousand. Okay. anyway, speed it up, Spence. No way. No way. We have to pad this shit out. All right. Here we go. (laughs) Go for it. So so then so Bella's really sad for a while. And during this time. She's like having nightmares and she's like waking up in the middle of the night fucking screaming and dad of the year fucking Bella's dad. I don't know his name. Squidward is. Uh, What's his name? Old Starchy. Old Starchy is just like, I can't fucking deal with your shit. I'm fucking sending to your he sending you to your mom's house in Jacksonville. So he literally just kicks the fucking stone down the road instead of like trying to get his daughter some fucking like, you know, mental help for her clear anguish with the ending of her relationship for perceivably no reason. (laughs) So, so then she starts uh, hanging out with uh, Jacob and I want to read this passage exactly as I wrote it, because it's important. Um, OK, Jacob in this fucking movie, at least at the beginning, he looks like a caveman. His hair is like 60 feet long and like poofy as, as fuck. And he just looks so stupid. Every fucking scene he's in, like his his eyebrow is just like mm, and he's just got a slack jaw and just <laughs> I just I just think like every scene he's in when he has long hair, he just looks so fucking stupid. And so. But he he's Bella's friend and Bella's like, all right, we're going to hang out now because I don't know. I don't remember them having like a reason for this to happen, but Uh, they're both hot and they're teens and they want to fuck everything. Okay, that makes the most sense. So Bella like goes to the junkyard and gets some like motorcycles, like dirt bikes, brings them to Jacob's house and's like, "Yo, we gonna fix these." And Jacob's like, "Okay." And there's like a scene where Jacob and Bella like, like see like Jacob brings some of his friends with oh him. Oh my god, this this sentence in your paragraph I just read it. This guy's this reads like. You know, half life full of consequences. The movie is called like Murder Kill Death Face, and during the movie, third wheel male friend gets sick and has to leave, and then Bella and Jacob leave too. That's a sentence. That's a full sentence. Da 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 da. 
Wow. <laughs> My brother is in trouble there. <laughs> and then he turned off computer. <laughs> so they... wow. then Jacob and Bella are like, man, third wheel friend, you a wimp, bro. And then Jacob gets really aggro for seemingly no reason. I feel like we should just stop me reading this and let you just read this aloud. In... Yeah, this is the... <laughs> Guys, you buckle up. Okay, okay, okay. So I want you to start. I'm giving... I'm going to give you where to start. Um, okay. So start with... Uh, please don't read this whole thing because it will take like minutes of time. Yeah, um, I'm not going to. All right. And as... So re start from... Uh, let's see. You start with Bella notices some dudes shirtless and cliff diving. Oh, actually, let's see. Let, yeah. So Bella notices some dudes shirtless and cliff diving, and then the sentence that Michael said happens. Uh, and then, and then start with uh, yeah. Just start with to J then Jacob and Bella are like man, third wheel friend. You are a wimp, bro. And we'll go from okay. there. Okay. Right, go, 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 go. Then Jacob and Bella are like, man, third wheel friend, you a wimp, bro. And then Jacob gets really aggro for seemingly no reason. Then he's like sick for a few days. And while that's happening, that's the, that's the whole sentence. Then she runs into a dude in the woods. And that dude is another vampire. And he's like, this lady is looking for you. And she's like, um, okay. And then he's like, I'm going to kill you because if I don't, that lady's going to torture you to death. And then he gets chased <laughs> off by a fucking huge wolf. Also, I think Bella goes out with Anna Kendrick and when she does, she sees, sees some biker dudes and when she walks towards them, she sees a vision of Edward who is like, no, don't do that. And I think she keeps approaching them to see, keep seeing Edward. And then she goes on a bike ride with one of them. And then he almost runs over ghost Edward. And she's like, okay, I'm out. And then she goes back to Anna Kendrick, who's like, bruh. And then she goes to Jacob's house and it's like, you're not sick. What's going on? And he's like, cut his hair and has really mixed feelings about things like shirts. And he's like, we can't hang anymore because of Edward. But also I can't explain why. And then she's, this is, there has been no sentence marker here. There's no, been no period. It's like reading Corbett. This is, this is how I fucking, this is how I feel about this fucking movie. Like I'm typing this. It was like a fucking fever dream. This fucking movie. Like there's, there's the villain. Uh, I can't even talk all, about all I'm going to hear. I'm going to read the the final like bit here just so the, well, there's some other stuff happens guys oh go ahead spencer okay so but can, can i like talk about like the last like like 20 minutes or so yeah and then yeah, and then, the and then i'll let recap. you and then i'll let you read the the last chunk that you want to read how's how's that how's that okay go go for it okay Tell, give us some give us some stats so 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 they so bella keeps like having these fever dreams or seeing keeps seeing Edward when she does dangerous shit. So eventually she like jumps off a fucking cliff and somehow she survives and isn't dashed against the fucking rocks that are below the cliff, which, you know, already a concern. And while she's there, the power of love. Da, 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 da. And while she's like under the water, like her, her dad's like, um, <coughs> like 
Native American second in command guy, like he dies somehow. Uh, I think it has to do with the red haired vampire lady, but you never see her. And also she's underwater as like, like Jaws. But um, then Jacob saves her. And then uh, I think they go to Jacob's brother's, like his brother's wife's house or something. And they eat cookies or muffins. And and then. Uh, For the record, this is exactly how Spencer describes the plot to everything he watches and tries to tell you about. But but then they they go back to to Bella's house and and Jacob's like, I smell vampire. And then they both go inside, even though he smell vampire. And then then Jake, then Edward calls and Jacob picks up the phone and he says shit in a way where Edward's like, OMG, Bella dead. And he's like in Rio for some reason. They don't explain that. Um, and then uh, Edward's uh, sister shows up. And uh, I think I'll let you take it from there. So start with. Okay. Start with, but then Michael Sheen. No, no, no. Start with uh, the vampire he smells is Edward's sister. Okay, let's see. Uh, here, I'll highlight it because you can see that. Oh, there it is. Okay, the vampire, the vampire he smell is Edward's sister, <laughs> who can like see the future. I think. Anyway, she's like, "Fuck, Edward is gonna make the vampire baddies kill him because he's sad you died." And Bella is like, "I'm not dead though." And also, there's like Romeo and Juliet references all throughout the film, and so this is like a reference to that because Romeo kills himself because he thinks Juliet is dead. And so anyway, they go to Italy, and Edward is gonna like reveal his sparkles during a big "We expelled all the vampires" festival, and Bella stops him. But then Michael Sheen is there, and he's like, "The relationship is unhealthy," or simply being in a relationship with Bella, you're breaking the masquerade. Or, fuck, I lost all track of the plot at this point. <laughs> but then he's like, how about this? You make her a vampire, and it's cool. And Bella is like, yee. And Edward is like, nee. And also, Jacob is also like, nee, because he's mega blue balled at this point. And also, I think the Cullens and the werewolves have a deal where, like, the Cullens can't do vampire things to humans or the tree that they have is nullified. And so he mad and horny, and then Edward is like, okay, I'll do it, but we gotta get married, and Belle is like, gasped. <laughs> read the last part, you gotta read the last part. And then, halfway through the fucking credits, the killer's song plays. Why Damon loves all good in the back of my truck. <laughs> that movie sucked fuck everything about that movie yeah reading that plot again i was like oh i i remember this one i remember this whole watching this movie and being like wow what garbage is this the the best part is like the fucking red-headed vampire lady like she never is like that plot is completely just dropped it feels like uh i think dakota fanning shows up at one point and she's like <sighs> God, what a fucking movie. This is it's it's truly something. Yeah, I want everyone to know that this is this is the shit I put myself through for the pod. 
Poor Spencer. Poor me indeed. Ugh. How do you feel about well, that? How do you feel about that movie? Uh, that movie is terrible. <laughs> I <laughs> I don't ever need to see it again. Um, and I have no interest in it. That's perfectly fair. So, Michael, you want to get into yes. maybe some covers? Yeah, hit me with some covers. All right. But first, we're going to hold on for four seconds and let that sweet, sweet advertisement play. Right. So covers. You, hit, hit me with them. Do you like my do you like my advertisement voice? Uh, I loved it, Spencer. I would buy anything you sold me. So first off this week, I didn't actually have to do a Nightcore version because the, it was already made because the YouTube channel Cherokee Diamond did one. For oh, me. hit me with it. So this is the Nightcore version. Oh, no way. And there's an anime version of the Cullens. This is great. And it's not just any anime, y'all. It's like that Flash anime that was really popular in the early 2000s, mid-2000s. Yeah, everyone looks like a little bit compressed. Yeah. Why demon shadow on the road? It's like a slideshow. <clears throat> oh, it is now. Right? That's right. <laughs> Man, I bet allergies. Yeah, I know that feeling. I don't think this song works as a nightcore. What do you think? I didn't like it that much. Yeah, I think uh, I think <laughs> it's one of those songs that you shouldn't make into a nightcore, guys. It just doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't. It, it, there was no great bass. You know, that's something we didn't really talk about. This The bass in this song is like non-existent. Yeah, it's really lackluster. I think, yeah, I think Mark just was, I think he phoned it in so bad that they just cut him out. <laughs> they didn't even need him. Yeah. Just cut the bass. <laughs> wow. Rip Mark. Rip Mark indeed. Uh, but what's your next, what's your next cover, Spence? So... In the infamous words of me in a previous episode of this podcast, where there is fast, there sometimes also must be slow. And so this week we actually have a slowed and reverb version of a white demon love song. And I think this will work a lot better. So let's find out. Yeah, I bet this is going to be better. Ooh, I like the image. What's the, what's the image, Michael? It's like an old Sony solid state TV uh with but instead of like an image it's a aquarium with like a goldfish in it it's just a fish what do you what do you call a fish with no eyes michael what a fish uh this sounds genuinely creepy <laughs> this is the sound that plays in my nightmares if you made a trailer for a horror movie and put this song over it, it would be perfect. 
Yeah, go play... Someone edit this version into, like, the Hereditary trailer. Spencer, do you sleep with the the lights, all the lights off? Yes. In the complete darkness? Yes. Okay, so imagine you're tonight sleeping. Hold on, I'm going to pause this real quick. Tonight you're sleeping, and your door opens of its own volition, and there's just, like, the silhouette of, like, this creepy, like, undead nun standing in the doorway like Nosferatu and you and then that song this song starts playing right here this this part <laughs> that's the beginning would you shit your pants uh no what would you do well I wouldn't shit my pants You just know that you wouldn't shit your pants. I don't know what I do otherwise, but it wouldn't be shit my pants. Oh, yeah, because I don't wear pants when I'm sleeping. Oh, you just shit your bed. Gotcha. I just I just shit, you know. This is the high quality, highbrow content that our users and friends have come to appreciate from us week in and week out here on Soul of a Truck. What do you mean? What do you mean our users and our friends? All people who listen to this podcast are our friends, Michael. That's true. Yeah, we're not we're not a nation. We're a click. How's that? How's that? We're a gang. (laughs) Can we not be a gang? (laughs) What does gang have bad connotations? Strange. No, yeah, we were talking about the Scooby Doo gang earlier. Nobody thinks ill of them. Nobody's like, "Oh, here comes those Scooby Doo kids." They're gonna. I don't know. Do you have to be friends with everybody who's in the gang? Because I think gang is like a, like more of just a like, you're just in a you know, a group with similar goals. Whereas a clique is like a friend group. You know, I just okay, I well, I just we'll don't think gang is the right word. You know, it's nothing about the connotations of it. We're a family. The family. And in this family, we say, ooh-woo. <laughs> so this is the channel Adrian Jabs. Um, Adrian Jabs was on the screen. Yeah. I just felt your disappointment. Oh, damn it, Spencer. I feel like we've seen this guy before, but then there's been so many of these guitar covers like this, it's impossible to tell. I know Spencer is sitting there cackling. Aldrin, oh, Idrin Jabs, or is it Aldrin Jabs? It's Aldrin Jabs. It's Aldrin Jabs. What is is in this background, though? I've been trying to figure that out. Images? Some sort of, looks like comic book covers, maybe? Maybe. I like this, though. This is a wholesome cover, Spence. It is very wholesome. Thanks, White Demon Love Song user number Aldrin Jabs. 
So this next one is a, a piano cover by the channel Kimberly Aaron. Okay. I don't know if she sings, so we'll find out. What if a white demon appears in the background of this? I would huh? really like the the showmanships. see where you're taking that that was good <laughs> that was really good i like that thank you the cover was okay too but you singing <laughs> along was the good part as far as i'm concerned well i appreciate that that was good i'm happy to spruce up these covers for you okay so this one is from the channel isabella sewers and the video is titled it's like a picture of like like a chroma painted uh fucking image like a paint by numbers image of like like some sort of like goth looking person with her hand up on her face and, okay and it's called a white demon love song and then in quotes cover okay uh okay and uh, the featuring sarah lee ackman whoa this is like my first editing program style it's, transitions distribution. Oh, Damon Zex, Sarah Lee Ackman, Cruz, Windows Movie Maker. Yeah. What? Uh, I take back everything I said before. This is fucking terrifying. Uh. Welcome to my nightmare. <laughs> oh no! Look at that. What is that image? It's like flames. It's like someone like 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 photoshopped like some stock images of witches on top of some like Pablo Picasso paintings. Um, okay. And also some like spooky images. That was way scarier than anything we've done on the podcast so far. That was really worth the spooktober. I mean, it, I don't know if it'll come through on speakers and stuff like uh, through the recording, but. Oh, in my headphones, that sounded terrifying. It just that that vocal effect, and not in like a a, a good job you did, it, and it, it it didn't sound good either. So it was like bad to listen to, but also <laughs> spooky sounding. It, ugh, that was unsettling. Uh, good job if that's what you were going for, Isabel Sewers. That was great. I really like that. Also, oh my god. I, I I always like it when I find a cover that like elicits such a visceral reaction in you. <laughs> I, I feel like it makes all of this worth it, just personally. Well, I mean, some of the covers you come out with and some of these videos are really out there. That's why I, I want to, I'm like, yeah, stray away from the dudes with guitars. If you give me more of these Jennifer, what is her name? Isabel Sewers, creepy, like, clip <laughs> art. Spook show, nightmare, auto tune. 
Go on. Halloween special. All for just $8.99. Fair enough. <laughs> Next up, we've got. So this is from the channel Vitamin Piano Series dash topic. Oh, uh, the channel. Uh, the, the video is just a white demon love song. And I think this is just a cover and it's a tribute to a Twilight New Moon. Because of all the movies of the Twilight Saga, I would want to musically write a tribute album to Twilight New Moon, bottom of that pile. <laughs> Below the bottom of the pile. It's like buried in like a pile of other awful films. Like I would make white a chicken tendies in my sauce. White chicken tendies breaded crisp. White chicken tendies at a loss. Give me that dipping sauce. I hope it's barbecue or ranch. I was just thinking about tendies, guys. <laughs> I was really hoping you had more. That was pretty. That was pretty <laughs> cute. I like that. Uh, I, I, as as soon as the song started, I just started thinking of white chicken tendies. I don't want tendies to be white. I want them to be golden brown. Well, the meat to be white, preferably. Dark meat is better for fried chicken. Spencer, go home. I am home, Michael. <sighs> White Demon Spencer on the road. He's feeling lonely like a toad. I don't have anything else after that. I just, just well, wanted to <laughs> sing a creepy song for Spence. So this is our last cover. There weren't a lot of covers this week. Aww. There were okay. There were a few like dudes with guitars, and there were a few piano covers, but all of them sounded the fucking same. So I just see, and that's the content we avoid now. Yeah, yeah. I still want to have like a couple every week when there's a yeah. I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with the one we just had. It was yeah. very charming. Yeah. But so last but not least, I think we have an an out like a full band cover. This is uh, the channel Mego Renee. M-E-G-O space R-E-N-E. And okay. the video is titled Mego and the Nails covering the killer's white demon love song. Whoa. There's a cardboard cutout of Edward Cullen. Is this at a blockbuster? It is. Holy shit. <laughs> this is incredible. Mego and Nails covering the Killer's White Demon Love Song at a Blockbuster. Whoa, the vocal quality is actually pretty good. <laughs> Edward looks so disappointed or just like so intense <laughs> staring at that woman singing. And it says movies for sale behind him. It's a spectacle. Edward There's Cullen so many layers. disappointed in Janine Garofalo singing a song about him. Right. Like it does look like Janine Garofalo and like skinny burner dude. Yeah. 
This is he a... looks like uh, he no, he looks like uh, Lieutenant Dan from. <laughs> it's it is it's kind of like a Gary Sinise looking dude. Yeah, it's Gary Sinise and Janine Garofalo sing about Edward Cullen. Oh my God! There's people walking in the background, written movies and yeah, shit. This is right. incredible. <laughs> Across the street is like a storage place. This is so pure American. This is incredible. I didn't even notice it was in a blockbuster until you pointed it out. Wait, there was a cut there. Why did they cut? Did uh, they? Because the manager had to come over and tone it down. Was there maybe there was like a maybe they made a mistake and they cut it and they're not actually like playing. Like, this isn't them, like, playing and performing. This is this is just a, a practice sesh. And the only way they can practice is in the dead movie rental store. <laughs> when did this video get released? Sometime after 2009. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. OK, I'm going to stop it there because I accidentally started it over. But OK, this released December 9th, 2010. Wow, 2010 guys, Blockbuster and, was kind of kicking. They were getting desperate at that time. Though. And this was for, I swear to God, the Eclipse Midnight Release Party. That is. And hold on. This is awesome. There's a link on this page on the description of this video to their original music that you can listen to for free at myspace.com slash mega renee holy shit that's fucking awesome that's that's the best thing i love everything about this video wow so wow. michael yes Spencer. so that was the last cover so i gotta ask you what are your final thoughts on white demon love song you know, it, like I said, going into it, I thought it was going to be worse than it was. Uh, it's still not a great song. I feel like they didn't have a lot, a lot of heart in this one, but um, I don't hate it. Um, it's pretty chill. Got a nice chill vibe, though that being associated with Twilight is also pretty rough for me. That movie series is pretty whack. Brings back some bad memories, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's the thing. I don't think the song is that bad. But I think New Moon, the film, is that bad. Yeah. And I had to watch the entirety of that film. And it was one of the most hellish experiences of my life. I I convinced a bunch of friends to watch this movie with me. And uh, Are they still your friends? They are, but the rule after that point is I'm never allowed to pick movies again. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I, I don't blame them, Spencer. <laughs> so, so this movie is so bad that it makes people who watch bad movies with you on the regular not want to ever watch a movie with you again. It's that level of, it's like right situated perfectly in the uncanny valley where things aren't funny because they're so bad but are still appreciated for how bad they are yeah it's the uncanny valley <laughs> uncanny valley yes but but the song itself is okay 
And so I, I will, I will let it live its life, uh, in peace. Yeah. What a guy, what a guy. Anyway, as always, thank you for listening. And if you enjoy this podcast, go on to our, uh, Patreon or whatever you want to, <laughs> you know, pursue and help. Shut up, Michael. <laughs> go on the Patreon. Go visit us at Soul of a Truck Pod on Twitter and on Instagram. We're yeah. there for you. Yeah. Go to our YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like, comic, like, like, comment, subscribe. I enunciated that time. Always make fun of Spencer. Make fun of me. I'm going to figure out a way to like post like snippets about that Twilight movie, like all week out of context so that when the episode itself releases, uh, people will be even less confused, but yeah. And, uh, with all of that said, I will see you guys next week. Right, Michael. That's right. Later. Later. Bye.